Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. A tale well calculated to keep you in suspense. Now, I'm not exactly what you could call a rugged outdoor type. But when an old college classmate of mine invited me to spend my vacation with him on a packed trip in the Rockies, it sounded like fun. So I stocked up on camping equipment at Abercrombie and Fitch in New York and headed west. Five days later, I was climbing through the pines and aspens of Loveland Pass, west of Denver. I was above Timberline when I rounded a curve, and there in front of me was a parked car and the figure beside it waving frantically. I had been warned by the auto club not to pick up hitchhikers to stop for strangers, and I was about to drive right on by when I noticed that it was a girl. A very pretty girl, and she seemed to be very frightened. So, against my better judgment, I stopped. Hello! What's the matter? Oh, thank heavens you came by. Oh, I'm so scared. What's the matter? I don't know. My car won't go. We've been sitting here for nearly an hour. It's the first car that's come through. Yes, this is a pretty lonely road. I was listening to the radio about that murderer. The uh, fellow with the pitchfork? Yes. How did you know? I heard about him down in Idaho Springs. They have a real wild west posse looking for him. Cowboys on horses. They'll never catch him. The radio says he stole a car. I was afraid when you came along you might be him. And then I saw your New York license plates. He stole a car with Wyoming plates. A 53 Mercury Coupe. Well, you have nothing to fear. This is not a Mercury, and as you yourself have noticed, the license plate's in New York. Yes. Are you from New York? Yes. New York City? Manhattan Island, right in the middle, 55th and Park. I always wanted to see New York. It's quite a town. Bet it is. Now, what's the matter with your car? I don't know. Just stopped. I don't know the first thing about automobiles. Neither did I, but somehow I didn't want to admit it to her. Because, well, she was so pretty. So I tried the starter and checked the gas and examined the instruments. And then I raised the hood and fumbled around tapping things here and there in the maze of wires and coils and gadgets. And then I stepped on the starter again and, of course, nothing happened. I realized that all I was accomplishing was running the battery down. Finally, I gave up. No. No. I'm afraid it's beyond me. Oh, what am I going to do? Well, you can't sit here, that's for sure. It'll be dark in a little while. I think you'd better come along with me. You? Where? To the next town. We'll find a mechanic there. How far is that? Well, let's take a look at the map. 
Let's see. Next town's Dillon. Doesn't look very big from the size of the type. How far is it? About 25 miles. We've got Loveland passed across before we get there nearly 12,000 feet. So we better get started. Do you, uh, or do you think it'll be safe? The car? You can lock it. It's a cinch. Nobody can move it. I wasn't thinking of the car. Don't worry about my driving. I'm a very cautious driver. Well, that wasn't exactly... Listen, my dear young lady, it's getting late, and if you prefer, I'll be on my way, and you can sit here in the dark all well, night long. I, I, I didn't quite mean... Up to you. I guess I haven't much choice, have I? It's up to you. I don't want to force your decision. I'll, uh... I'll go with you. Everything's scary to you. I'll flash the light around. See? 
Nothing to be scared of. Fireplace, broken down chair, rickety table, regular little gray home in the west. Oh, it's that look. What? Those eyes over there, the wildcat. Where? Oh, silly, it's only a rat. <laughs> Not a sewer rat, a pack rat. Have you ever heard of pack rats? No. They're quite harmless. He's much more frightened of us than we are of him. How do you know? I read it in a book. Oh. Hungry? A little. Well, I think it's time we had some dinner. Dinner? Where? Right here. What are we going to eat? Pack rats? <laughs> no, I've got some canned goods out in the car and some other stuff. We can be quite comfortable here. All night? Well, until the rain stops, you wait here. Wait here? Alone? All right, then. You keep the flashlight. I'll be right back. It took me two trips back to the car to unload the gear, and I couldn't admit to Polly how desperately I needed the flashlight. For those two trips in the pounding rain were not only the wettest, but the longest I've ever made in my life. I was sure there was a vicious wild animal hiding behind every tree ready to pounce on me. I couldn't let on to Polly. After all, she was more scared than I was. If that were possible. And now, first we'll get a little light on the subject. What are you doing? 
setting up the cot. What for? You. You mean we are going to spend the night here? Looks like we'll have to. Now look here, Stan. Don't get any ideas of... Oh, for heaven's sake, Polly. Don't you get any ideas. There we are. Now, nice hiding down sleeping bag on top of the cot, and you'd be as snug as a bug in a rug. I don't think this looks quite right. Who's watching? Where will you sleep? I'll just curl up here on the floor. Look, you won't get any rest sleeping on that hard floor. I think we ought to go on. Polly, we can't go on until the rain stops, and we might as well be comfortable. Now, crawl in and get some sleep. Better take off your shoes. But that's all. Of course that's all. Now, crawl in. Well, all right. Yes. Thanks. And you? That's right. Stan? Yes? You got a gun? What for? Wild animals. No, silly. What will you do if a bear comes sniffing around? He won't. How do you know? This country's too civilized nowadays. Why, they even have a television tower on Lookout Mountain where Buffalo Bill is buried. Oh. Stan? Yeah? I'm not scared anymore. Even in the dark. That's good. You know why? Why? Because you're here. And I think you're the bravest man I ever met. Go to sleep. Sleep. I couldn't sleep. I was terrified lying there on the floor of that cabin, listening to the rain pounding on the roof. I was uncomfortable and cold, and I thought morning had never come. I must have dozed up sometime because I was rudely and abruptly awakened by the hideous scream of a mountain lion pouncing on me. Stan! Get in, baby, Stan! now! Stan! 
Louis Big Red says on it. <gasps> sure, then you notice, Polly, that car, 1953 Mercury, Wyoming plates? Oh. I thought your specialty was pitchforks, Red. Seems your specialty is talking too much. Where'd you get the gun? That ain't as important as what I'm going to do with it. I'll give you one more chance to hand over them keys, and if you ain't quick about it, I'll take them off your dead body. What good will that do you? You'll never get through the roadblock. I'll worry about that. You can't burn any hotter for two murders, and you can for one. Now, if you don't hand over them keys when I count to three. One, two, three. Polly! Bullseye! Where'd you get that piece of firewood you conked him with? Had it with me all the time. All the time? Mm-hmm. I took it to bed with me. Why? For protection. Well, you two young people are to be congratulated. Thank you, Sheriff, but it's really Polly who should get the credit. He'd have plugged me if she hadn't cocked him on the noggin. Still, it takes a lot of courage to stand up before a dangerous killer like you did. That's not all, Sheriff. You should have seen him in that cabin. He went right off to sleep on that hardwood floor without a thought for mountain lions or bears or anything. Oh, well, I, I tried to explain to her, Sheriff, that there aren't any wild animals in these mountains anymore. What? Well, there aren't, are there? Why, the bears come down and raid our garbage cans almost every night. They're a pesky nuisance. And up there near that shack where you were, my deputy Luke Johnson shot a 150-pound cat just last week. Sheriff, I, I wonder if she could get me a glass of water. Uh, I feel a little... Why, sure, you just sit there quiet. I'll be right back. <laughs> what? What's so funny? CBS Radio.